Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. Hey, greetings in the master's name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us. Hope you said that confession. Again, just want to remind you on August 8th, we're having two services right here in Perth Amboy, 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. So make sure you get out. I'm telling you, the early birds get what? The worm. All right. Get out there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Think about it. If you come to the 8 o'clock service, you have the rest of your day. <laughs> and then 10 o'clock as well. And so we want to pack out both places according to the CDC guidelines or the guidelines that we have set. So make sure you register for that. You can go online and register. We don't want to pack it out too much, but we want to, you know, enjoy each other's presence. So we're going to dive right into this word. Let's go into the Lord in prayer. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity for your, for your people. I thank you for KLM. I thank you for all the things that you're doing at KLM. I thank you that we're growing. We're even thriving in this pandemic. I thank you for our buildings and our lands. Thank you for blessing us with members, faithful, tithing members, members who are involved in, the, in, in this work here. Thank you for people being saved every single week. Thank you for people joining every single week. We're so very grateful for what you're doing here. I, I'm so grateful, Father, to, to serve this people that you have called to this place. And Father, I pray as we dive into learning how to pray out the will of God, I pray that we would um, execute this, the, the, the things that you're teaching us, that we won't just say that's a good word, but that we would apply it immediately. And Father, I pray none of me but all of you, grant unto me your son and your slave, supernatural divine utterance, that I may boldly may know the mysteries of the gospel. And give your name glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may say that I, I didn't pray that Ephesians 1 prayer. Well, we're going to pray at the end, <laughs> that Ephesians 1 prayer. And so we're going to dive right into this, praying the will of God. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 is a familiar passage. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, by testing by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You may discern the will of God. It tells us, this, these, this, these two verses tell us to present our bodies as living sacrifices, which is our reasonable or spiritual worship. And do not be conformed, J.B. Phillips says, do not allow the spirit of the age to squeeze you in its mold. So we must not be called what God calls abnormal, normal. We must not yield to what the spirit of this age is conforming the rest of the world to. We're in this world, but we're not of it. Our, 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 we are citizens of heaven, as Philippians says. We are simply pilgrims, as Peter says in his epistles. We are simply passing through. One day this world, this earth as we know it, will become the kingdom of our Lord and our God and his Lord. What we know will not be anymore. And God is working to 
to, to bring this world in alignment to the will of God. It is the will of God for every person to be born again, to make Jesus the Lord of their lives. The scripture tells us in Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, not just that he's your Lord, but that he's Lord, he's Lord of all, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You got to believe that he died for our sins, that we are sinful creatures, and that he took our place and the wrath of God was poured upon him so that the love of God could be poured on us. I'm preaching better than you said amen. And he turned that wrath into favor, the propitiation for our sins. He, he, would, he received the wrath that we deserved. Glory to God. When you believe that and you receive that, that's when change takes place. And you begin to go on this path of doing his will. God wants us to do his will every day. And the first will of God for every humanity, for every human is to receive Christ, to be born again. The word born again simply means to be born from up above, to be transformed by the Spirit of God. God wants to transform us, change us from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from strength to strength. He wants to make you like his son, Jesus. That's what God has in mind for you. He wants you to be just like Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, our big brother. Jesus is our big brother. Um, he is our Savior. He is our Lord. And so we submit to him. We submit to him. And so last week we talked about the kingdom of his will. And we talked about being born for the will of God. Everything was created by Jesus and for Jesus. Let that sink in a little bit. And we even looked at Jeremiah 18, verses 1 through 9, 1 through 8, where it talks about that he is the potter and we are the clay. Psalm 100 says, we are his people. He, has, he is God. He made us and not we ourselves. We didn't make ourselves. We didn't make ourselves. We, we didn't create ourselves. And the Bible tells us in Ephesians 2.10 that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Wherefore, God has preordained or predestined for, we, for us to walk in them. So God has some works for us to do. We're not saved by works. We're saved to work or we're saved for works. We're not saved by works or our own works. We're saved by the works of Christ or we're saved to work. God saved us to put us to work. So he has a will for us. He has a plan for our lives. There is something that God has in mind for you. You who feel lonely, you who feel without purpose. God has a purpose for you. You are still alive today because God has a purpose for your life. Don't let the enemy tell you that you're here by mistake. It might have been a mistake by your mama and your daddy, but it, it is, you are born on purpose. You were born with a mission over your life, and that's God's mission. That's God's calling in your life. 
whatever that might be. It may be a nurse. It may be a doctor. It may be a teacher. It may just be a father or a mother. It may be a faithful worker or, or, or a pastor or a teacher or apostle or prophet or evangelist or in the ministry of helps. You're, you're called to do something, and there's something for you to do while you're here. You're not here by accident, but you're here on purpose. So don't let the devil tell you, no one loves you. Oh, just go ahead and kill yourself. It wouldn't make a difference. Or praying, Lord, take me out of here. Stop praying that. Stop praying, Lord, take me out of here. Instead, Lord, help me to discover why I'm here. When a person knows their purpose, they will ever want to commit suicide. When you know why you were born, it produces confidence in you. It produces stability and strength. You draw on that strength from that purpose. What is it? Now, everybody's not called to be a preacher or in the ministry to preach and to teach or a ministry gift. Sometimes people, you know, that's the only thing they see is ministry. Believe it or not, there are very few people called to the five-fold ministry gifts. And what are they? We talked about this um, a couple weeks ago in person. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, what we call the five-fold ministry gifts. Very few people are called to stand in those offices. But all of us are called to the ministry of helps, according to 1 Corinthians 12. But there are some who are endowed and, you know, just got an anointing to help. There is no shame in helping. There's no shame in doing what you're called to do. I'm, I'm thinking about the young man right now who's recording this. God is, has, has him in the ministry of helps. Shout out to Brian. He's been faithful in helping and recording and, and streaming and, and making sure that we capture the word of God. That is a ministry to know cameras and to know how to edit and to know how to record and the lights and all this. It takes grace. Listen, <laughs> I've tried it <laughs> and I've failed many a times, <laughs> but I'm telling you, you know, the pastor can't do everything. Let's think about the church, the local church. I, I'm just, I'm sharing with you and, and, and I'm gonna get to praying out his will. Every part of the church needs help. There, there's mom, Jackie, who is, who's over the children's ministry as, as our children's director. She's in school now learning to become more effective in children's ministry. She's getting together the VBS and she meets with them and she has a team. They teach the kids. I'm telling you, I, there's, you have to have a grace for children because <laughs> children will, ah, you know, active. There's the ministry of music, which falls in the ministry of helps. So Lady Courtney gets up and prepares songs and sings, and, 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 and then you got the musicians who, accompany, who, 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 who help her to produce the music that brings glory to God. Then you have the media ministry, like over Dave, uh, making sure that things are on point, make, making sure that the, the sound is just right. You have people ushering, people over prayer ministries. I mean, th there's, there's all these elements that make this happen. I'm telling you, it takes a team to fulfill the will of God, not just you yourself. And so when you know your part <laughs> and you're faithful in your part, 
God may exalt you to another element or just puts a greater anointing on you to do what you do. You can have an anointing no matter what it is that you're doing for the glory of God. And I just don't want to limit it to the church. You know that there's anointing to be a father, anointing to be a mother, anointing to be an employee, anointing to be an employer, anointing to be in your retirement, being fruitful in your latter days. There's so many elements to this. But now I'm talking about specifically here at KLM, there's an anointing uh, over the women's ministry and over the men's ministry, even though we haven't done much recently, we're starting that back up and, 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 and deacons and ministers and pastors and, and, and all these elements and outreach. Everybody can't preach every week. There's not a grace on everybody to preach every week, but there is a grace on some to preach every once in a while and people to make decisions, anointing to, uh, to, on the board members to be boards. So and we're about to select new board members in a few, in a few weeks. A few months from now, I don't know the date, so don't take, yo, you said here. I'm going to look at you and walk away. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is that there's an anointing to be on a board. There's an anointing to make decisions. There's an anointing to, to look for buildings and, 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 and hey, we need, we need another building. Hey, you know that we can't do this all. Courtney and I can't do this all by ourselves, but it takes a place. And when you know your place and you know what God has called you to, you, you be faithful to it. Be faithful with that. I remember before, long before I was pastor, I was faithful to the many pastors that I sat under. I was at one church. I was an usher. I was an usher. I was a catcher. Hit me up later for that. <laughs> a catcher. I was a sound man. I was involved in youth ministry. I wasn't a youth pastor. I was the youth leader. And I was very active in my church. I, I mean, I was Mr. Church. Like, I knew the... I didn't get paid one single dime. I didn't get paid one single dime. But for five years straight, I was consistent in helping my pastor and whatever he needed. And in order, I brought people to the church. And he said with his own mouth, there's never been, there's been a long time since a person came through with this type of hunger. And he was talking about me. Because I came and I always brought people. I was trying to get everybody in the world to join that church. And that's the way that you should be. Whatever God's called you to do, you should magnify it and rejoice in it and go hard after it and do it unto the glory of God. Do it unto the glory of God. Amen. None of that was in my notes, <laughs> but I just want to encourage you that we all have a part to play. We're talking about the will of God. So discerning the will of God. And if you're not sure what the will of God, if there's a need and you're qualified to do it, or if you're willing to learn, I'm thinking about Minister Alan Jean, I remember him and Cleve, we didn't have musicians at the time. So Cleve, I remember him learning some keys, even taking some lessons. And he's like, I'll play before you get your real musician. And then Alan learning through YouTube how to play the bass. And for many years, they were faithful in learning those things just because we needed it. And sometimes you may not have the skills to do what is needed, but your willingness to do it and God will put his anointing on you so you can learn it, so you can fill a gap. Even if you don't feel called to children's ministry or some other ministry that's not formed yet, listen, you need to pray about it and get involved. I want to, again, none of this is in my notes. I want to encourage you to, to get involved here at the church. If you're a part of this church, get involved as, as much as possible. If you want to learn how to pray, 
connect with Nakia, learning how to get involved in the prayer ministry and become faithful with that. And there are other ministries that are not even born yet. And yet, if you have a desire, come on, contact us. Text us at 732-324-2200, 732-324-2200, and says, I want to get involved. Just something simple like that. Or servanthood. Actually, just take servanthood, and we'll get back with you. Why are you, why are you taking time out for that? Because some of y'all need to get involved. You've been sitting down too long. <laughs> you, you've been a pew warmer. We want to put you to work. Just imagine if everybody got involved in our church. We can multiply. We can grow. Even cleaning up. Contact David. You know, text us. And, and David oversees the facility. Contact him and he'll, he'll put you to work. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, we want to extend you that opportunity to serve. God has a will for you, and he wants you to get involved in your local church and let that be birthed out to other areas of your life, whether it's at work or at home. Look for opportunities to do the will of God. God never called a Christian to come to church and sit down on their butt and never do anything, never give, never pray. The least you can do is pray for your church, <laughs> pray for the leaders and pray for the pastor. Then you can be faithful in giving, and then faithful in involvement. Every time the doors of the church open up, and, and I do respect those who decided not to come because of the, the we're still in a pandemic. Don't be stupid now. We're still in a pandemic. And if, if, if you're not led to come or don't want to come, it's okay. I'm not condemning you. I'm just grateful that you're a part of our church and you're doing your part from, from home. But for those who, who want to get involved as we open the church up, look at opening the church back up in September, I, I want to encourage you to get involved. Get involved. Look for opportunities to serve. We need help. Human resources. We need human resources in other areas. I'm actually meeting, meeting with a consultant starting in August, um, and, and she's going to help us with our systems, learning how to be more proficient in our systems of the culture of this church so that we can prepare for growth and reach more people. That's, the, that's all part of the will of God, what I'm saying here now. There's something tugging on your heart that the Lord is dealing with you about doing more here. If you're not a member, you need to become a member and get involved. And for those who are members, you can do something. You can do something. And I, like I said, the least you can do is be on a prayer call every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. And when we meet in person, come for prayer so you can pray concerning the will of God for our church. Glory to God. Let's go over to 1 Corinthians 12. I'm going to do praying his will next week. But I, I want to talk about being involved today. I don't know what the title is, and I'm sure David is going to be led by the Spirit. He's good with that. The Lord has given him a mind and, and, and an intellect to be creative with, with titles. First, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And let's start with verse 12. For just as the body is one, it has many members, all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free. All were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. Many. We are, we are one body, but many members. One body, but many members. Now, of course, 
Caleb is part of a greater body of believers. It's called the universal church, the church from the past, present, and the future. People who have gone home be with the Lord, they're part of the body of Christ. Let me show you this one out of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. From whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We're named after the Father. One thing about fathers, the word father means one of the definitions of father is source. God is our source. He gives us our identity. He names us. So we're named after him, the family that is in heaven and the family that is on earth. There's really not the earlier church and the church now. It's really just one church, one universal church. Brothers and sisters who's gone home to be with the Lord that's in heaven and brothers and sisters now on the earth. So there are one, we're one body, but then each church is a local assembly or a local body. And we're one body, which is representing the overall body of Christ. Every last one of us have been called here to be a part of this body. If you're a member of Kingdom Living Ministries, you are a part of this body. So when one member hurts, we all hurt. When one member rejoices, we all should be rejoicing. And so it affects us. And if every member, this is the will of God, God's will for the church, part two. <laughs> God's will for the church is for us to be a part, an active part of the member. Think about the human body. Every part of our body, every member, every body part has a purpose from my pinky toe, to my fingers, to my mind, to my hair, to my cells, to, to my muscles, every part of our body is, 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 was created for a purpose. God didn't create even my gallbladder. I know some people have their gallbladder taken out and they can live without their gallbladder, but God had a purpose. Don't come asking me all the, the specifics, ask those who are in the medical field. <laughs> But there is a purpose for everything, a purpose for every part of our bodies, every part of our body. And so just like there is a purpose for our physical body, there's a purpose for the spiritual members. God called you and equipped you. There's gifts inside of all of us, and we need to activate those gifts and stir up those gifts. Now, that said, your life should not just be the church, but you should do other things outside of the church. I think that's given. You know that we, 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 we only have one meeting weekly <laughs> for now. So we don't have, we don't overburden you with a bunch of meetings Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night and Friday night. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm telling you, if I had my way, we would be meeting Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, Saturday morning. We would be, oh man, we'd be so involved. But thank God we, 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 we're not there. I don't know if we'll ever get there. Maybe there might be a season or two that the Lord will call us to that. Right now we have one meeting. So there really isn't an excuse for everybody to come and be a part and ready to work. So you should text us, 732-324-2200. Hey, I'm ready to work. Servantude, 
Come on, text that. So that you can get involved. There's something you can do. And if there's not something for you to do, the Lord will create something for you to do. So there's something, somehow you can get involved so we can promote the mission of God for our church. There are many, there's one body, but many members. Let's look at verse 15. Verse 15 says, if the foot shall say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body. That will not make any less part, a part of the body. If the ear shall say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body. That will not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, what would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts and yet one body. So as you see, Angel is faithful, has been an administrative assistant, and we celebrate her. She's faithful in getting the word out and writing those wonderful emails. I mean, she just has a way of putting, using words. She's an author and a singer and a mother and a minister and anointed just the way that she is. She's anointed in creating those emails, and we appreciate you. Now, don't, I don't want to get in trouble by naming all, I can't name everybody, so get over it. I'm offended. He didn't name it. Get over it, all right? God is calling you to be mature. So if I don't call you out, it doesn't mean that I love you, I love you less or I don't appreciate what you do. It's just I'm, the Lord is prompting me to name it who I name. So if you got a problem with it, take it up with him. There is, we are, we are many members of one body. And so if the eye says, wait a minute, I want to do what the ear, you know, what, what it, the role of the ear, I want to do what the ear does. You know, look, the ear gets to wear, for women, mainly, <laughs> have those, those things hanging on it called earrings. What, what if the, the, the mouth's like, wait a minute, how is it that they get to get decorated for the women? <laughs> or, or some of the men who wear earrings. <laughs> I'm not preaching against men wearing earrings. <laughs> if that's your thing, do your thing. <laughs> or, or the toe says, wait a minute, the toes are, why is it that I know every, I'm always in this, this sock and this shoes, and I don't get, you know, and I, it stinks sometime in here, and, and y'all get to be, the mouth gets to speak, and, and it looks good, and get, gets to be, to be heard. We're not to say those things. It doesn't make one less part of it, the body, as of importance, as the other part of it. It, 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 the, the, every last one of us are called to be functional in the body of Christ. Let's continue. Verse 21, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seems to be weaker are indis indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor or unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there might be no division in the body, 
but that the members may have the same care for one another. If, any, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ, individual members of it. So we are part of this body. And so what may seem to be more visible part of the body, for give you an example, the prayer team is not necessarily as visible on a Sunday morning if they're praying secretly, privately, but it doesn't mean that they're not more, they're less important. The same with the children's ministry. Just because we don't see them on Sunday morning doing their things, the mom Jackie and the, her team teaching, doesn't mean that it's less important or Ashley helping out with ushering or Darren helping out. I'm calling names and, and I know that people get in trouble with that, but I don't care at this point. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You, you, you got to understand the spirit of which I'm saying this. What, I'm, what, what this message is, is trying to encourage everyone to get involved in the local assembly. That, that's God's will for, for us. You know, they, there's a statistic that says that 20% of the people give, 20% of the people do the work. So 80% of the people, <laughs> they just come and get fed, get fat off the calf, <laughs> the pig. <laughs> some of y'all don't eat pork. <laughs> the, the cow, some of y'all don't eat beef. The chicken, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Vegan, the vegetables. 20% of the people give and 20% of the people do the work. How many know that's not the will of God? The will of God is for all of us to get involved, for all of us to be a part of this, this, this growing body. So that's all I have for you today. I want to encourage you to become a part of this body if you're not. And I want to encourage those who are a part of this body to get involved, even if it's just a little, a little amount of time. It doesn't have to be a lot. That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, Contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His word. God bless you.